Hello, I'm on a walk, and you know what that means. It's time for walk thoughts. Okay, um, today I just wanted to ramble about a couple of different unrelated points, but all under the premise that shit happens. So lately, and I've kind of mentioned this before in a few episodes, um, lately, A lot of people have been coming to me and they've had issues with, in particular, things like copycats, people using their content inside their own programs, using their name that might be trademarked, using any of their methods, straight up plagiarizing, or really being just heavily inspired by someone and riding off the coattails of someone else's brand or trend or whatever that they set and the law isn't really quick to catch up to like this new um era of everyone being a creator and any kind of thought that they have like people claiming it as if it's original thought but a lot of what people put out is consumed content so content that they've learned from another coach or resource or blog whatever and now they're going to give their opinion about it versus information that comes from experience or original thought or ideas which I'm going to tell you right now it's a bitch to actually have something that's quote unquote original thought I was a philosophy major in college as like far off as that might sound it's not really if you know me but in any event you know we'd have to write these papers and it would always have to have a thesis that's original thought and we would read several books throughout the semester or one book and have to have an original thought you know countering the philosopher's argument or whatever this is all like to prepare us for law school right in any event I would like you know I wasn't always an A student a lot of times I was A minus or B plus because and they would say like oh yeah like this part's original thought but I'm telling you it's so hard to separate consumed content from your original thought and especially when you're coming up with something that you think is the end-all be-all answer the one the only the best the fastest the most efficient whatever it is right is this car gonna hit me I don't think so Oh, whoa. Anyway, um, you know, and it was really difficult back then when I was 18 (laughs) to like not really just use the resources that I had in front of me to create something myself. Now, I'd like to think today I'm a lot better and that a lot of what I do say is original thought. However, I also know that like with law, I mean, some things are just laws. So it's not like I'm inventing the law. I'm just inventing a way to educate you about it, right? But it still isn't consumed content. I'm not reading about a website privacy policy and then making a post about why you need one. I have experience with situations and working with clients when they've had or had not had website privacy policies. I'm making this episode, this piece of content about shit happens because I've had experience with, you know, working with clients who maybe no one's a bitch or no one's an asshole, but shit happens. Sometimes shit happens and people miss deadlines. Sometimes shit happens and people go ghost, you know? I would be lying if I said I was on top of every email and I didn't like 
accidentally not answer to some things. Does that mean that I like flake on payments? No. Does it mean that there's been times my credit card has gotten changed and it's taken me like a few days extra and then I look and I'm like, oh shit, thank you for the reminder. Like I didn't even see that it was this far past due. I've been meaning to sit down with it, whatever. Yes, those things happen, right? But exactly, shit happens. So it's not always someone being an asshole for you to have things pop up that cause a little tension in the relationship or um, administrative burden or something like that. And those might not be things that you want to go have a lawyer chase the person down for, but they might be things that you're very, very grateful you have a contract for and you can always be nicer than the contract, right? So like if someone's payment's late, I'm not going to be like, you have 10 days to pay per the contract. If they tell me like, oh shit, I'm on top of it. Like, let me know how I can figure it out. Or my bank blocked it. Like it'll be ready in like three days. I'm always like, all right, yeah, whatever. If they're communicated with me, I'm not like going after those people. However, that doesn't mean that if someone is being malicious, someone is being really toxic, someone's trying to push all your boundaries, being unappreciative, being all these things, and most of all, and most importantly, being malicious, like then that might be a situation where you want to hire a lawyer like me, doesn't have to be me, who can write a letter or try to resolve it without you being part of the correspondence to try to get it resolved as like impersonal as possible. So it's not like all these personal issues are coming up. And the point is of this ramble is that this has been happening a lot. Like people like every week are coming to me or I'm hearing of people who have are now having to send these types of letters and get lawyers involved for clients that they thought were going to work out and be ideal clients for friends who are no longer friends because business got in the way for former clients or fans who start copying, you know, for people who are desperate to make a buck and they're just going to put out consumed content, but it crosses the line of being straight up fucking plagiarism, right? You know, there's on one end of the spectrum, original thought, which is very rare and unique. And I have to say like to toot my own fucking damn horn for a minute. Like I do think I have that because I was out here creating content on legal topics before I really consumed much. There's a few people out there. Shout out Zara. I saw her on here. I saw Ashley from Unorthodox Legal out here. Um, Sonia from Trademark Lawyer Lady. There was just like a few, like maybe those three, <laughs> right? So a lot of things I've had to come up with original thought. That doesn't mean that if that anything else, uh, you know, if someone create something similar because of content they consumed that it's you know copyright infringement or anything like that no of course because the more the content that's out there and the more you're inspired by something you're going to be inspired you're going to want to put your two cents in but the good thing about some people's consumed content even if it's not necessarily original thought is it's an original thought about what they consumed right so there's a difference and that's you know it when you see it, that's great content. Those are the people that you see that are ahead of the trends, not comparing themselves to others. And I have to say, I'm like, that's one of my major values in my business. So hopefully I'm more on that track. And the people I think in my community, all of you are in that track as well, hands down. Cause I see 
what you guys put out and you know all the people who I talk to and all the people who I see engaging and everything like you know I'll go check out your stuff and like a lot of you blow me away with what you create there's a lot of talent out there that doesn't mean that there aren't just a few people and when shit happens it just takes one and let me tell you it's always more than one it's always like one a month at a certain point right the bigger you get the more you scale the more your program or product or whatever is evergreen and so those people on the spectrum there's original thought there's consumed content based on original thought then there's boring consumed content which are all those people who like you know more or less they're probably in the beginning of their journey or they're just like not great you know they're not gonna be here in this business five years ten years from now they're not original right and then there's the people who plagiarize and are copycats and do copyright infringement. And those people, watch out for them. Because if they don't get caught, those are the people who are going to have the most success one day, right? Like, it's always people who either have original thought or people who copied from people with original thought and they just haven't gotten caught yet, right? Like, look at Rachel Hollis. She plagiarizes. And even if, like, you know, it was an innocuous quote or whatever like no she still straight up plagiarized and didn't attribute quotes and things to people and i don't know in my book that's like that's fucked up and it makes me question anything that she ever i mean i was never a fan but you can google that if you want to see her meltdown in the last year anyway you know bad example to follow good example for this people who are straight up copycats and sometimes it's not just a quote or an Instagram post sometimes it's someone's whole course I've gotten clients who have come to me oh this student like we've gotten news that this student like copied our whole course and I look at their profile and it's not like they have a hundred followers like some of these people have a lot of followers and you can tell a lot of people <laughs> I literally just like swallowed sewage sewage taste walking past this block oh, whoa. <laughs> It's like the wind blowing in my in my esophagus. But you know, these people they have a lot of followers and a lot of people buy their programs and then you're like shocked because none of the people who buy from them know that this whole thing is ripped off from someone else, right? Sometimes translated into another language because there's we're doing international business, right? So when I say law hasn't catching up to this, like, or caught up to this, I mean like the regulations, there's no ethics rules. There's even like the intellectual property laws when it comes to content and like copyrights and stuff on like Instagram posts and just ideas in general. It's still kind of, <laughs> but when it comes to names and trademarks and contracts, that's where it's really important to know that it, there's a way to be rock solid with this stuff. You know, making sure no one can use a name that's identical or confusingly similar to yours in the same industry. Making sure that someone is, you know, not riding off of the coattails of your business and using a term that you made popular to make their business seem popular and, you know, I'm not gonna get into that right now. The point is, I've been seeing a lot of people come to me with these situations and they've gone past the point of being tolerable and something that it's 
not worth the energy to pursue. They're coming to me with more and more situations that are hands down worth it to pursue. And even I'm a little taken aback now because now it's like time for me to put on my big girl lawyer pants again and flex these muscles again that like haven't been necessarily needed in the beginning when people are chill, when they're growing before they see all this success. And then they all of a sudden realize that these things are important and you know, maybe they have a contract that somewhat protects them. Maybe they're in the process of getting their trademark or they just did. But now it's the first time where it's like, whoa, you know, this is where things get a cost of doing business, right? It's not cheap. And nor is hiring a lawyer cheap. It's not cheap on your peace of mind, on your time, you know, your team's time. And a lot of times when you meet with lawyers or people on these types of issues, like, you can't delegate that. Like it has to be you, the business owner, making these decisions and having these meetings and understanding the situations with lawyers. Like it can't always be like, you know, a representative. <laughs> it has to be you, it can't be your assistant, right? So these things are costly, but yet more and more often they're becoming situations that are worth people pursuing. And so I just wanted to come in and let you know and comment on like this is what i mean by shit happens it's sometimes it's innocuous stuff where you know you're glad you have your contract to protect you and maybe once shit happens you just make sure you improve that contract next time make sure that if you're annoyed that someone's <clears throat> now i'm choking on someone's fucking cologne anyway you're making sure that if you're if they're not happy with your response time you're putting your boundaries and your reasonable response time for slack or whatever it is in the contract or maybe you're not doing that this way they can't say oh you promised me a response within an hour and now it's two hours right so you can always edit your contracts based off of like these shitty situations you get into when shit happens or what you can do is find yourself or end what you can do is find yourself in a situation where you might need to hire that lawyer to send that letter to send those follow-up emails to chase them down because of the principle because of the standards and that you'll set for yourself and what you'll tolerate as a business owner because of the egregiousness of their actions because of the maliciousness like on the scale of totally innocent and misunderstanding to like this person's toxic does the the issue fall on right and so that's where you might need to invest in these things and I just want you to understand that it's a cost of doing business it's an investment that you make because shit happens and so you want to protect yourself in that way so that's really it I mean I did want I feel like I had a few other things that I wanted to talk about but I don't know, I feel like I also got so down the, the trail of this conversation and this topic that I'll do that at another time. So, all right, I'm on a busy street now, so I gotta go, but I will talk to you later. Hope you enjoyed my walk thoughts.